Welcome to the Software Lifecycle Stories podcast. We bring you stories of what worked and sometimes what did not in the course of discovering, designing, developing, delivering and using software-based solutions as shared by practitioners who went through these situations. In this episode, my colleague from PM Power Consulting, Savita Kothandapani, shares her journey in IT and software as a developer, a program manager, and how she transitioned into becoming a coach. She shares the magic of boredom and how it motivates innovation, the discovery of her strengths that led her down the path of coaching, and her love for doing different things. She narrates her experience of coaching in different countries and learning from working in different roles in captive IT companies, IT services, and software product companies. Listen on. Hi, Savita. It's wonderful to have you as a guest for the podcast. I've been really looking forward to our conversation today. Uh, thanks, Chitra, for having me. And um, I'm also excited to be on this podcast. Hope uh, we both enjoy the session. I am sure we will. I am curious to know where and how you began your journey in the IT industry. Um, so I will I'll start with what is currently happening and then I'll go back to how I chose computer science. Um, as I said, my son is in 12th standard right now and he is writing the board exams. So I used to drop him and as a mother's, we used to sit and talk about it. And the kids there, they were all talking, saying that they want to go to PES college. And the reason they gave is canteen food is good. They love the food, it seems. So that's the reason to choose a college and that's the reason to choose a branch also. So they said the computer science has a lot of opportunity to, to go outside. So the criteria for them to choose a college and a branch was like a food and having fun. Okay, so I think, I guess mine was also like that. I did not have any deep thinking in choosing computer science. I chose computer science because all the other branches that my college offered was like mechanical, automobile, which all required heavy weight, heavy lift weighting, which I know that I cannot do it. So computer science was the easiest thing where I can sit in AC and I code. So being in center of Tamil Nadu, which is very, very hot, sitting in an AC was like a blessing. And that's how I chose computer science. Why not? I think when you're 17 and 18 years old, it's hard to make a decision. And yeah, the uh, focus is food and AC, not. <laughs> <laughs> I started, uh, I got, did my computer science and engineering and I started my career in IT uh, around 2000. So, and that's where this Y2K uh, era was happening. All of the companies were worried about the 2000 and there were a lot of projects and a lot of opportunities that time. And I got selected out of college and got placed in Bangalore. So I moved from a small town uh, to a big city like Bangalore. And I was so excited about my whole career and life in Bangalore. And uh, so far, I have around 20 years of experience in the IT field uh, across various industries like uh, captive or the service industries like IBM Cognizant and some product companies. And a personal friend... Uh, we are a typical uh, Bangalore IT professionals, two of us working in the IT jobs, and uh, I have two kids. 
Great. Thanks, Avita. Looks like you've had a lot of diverse experience across you know, captives, services companies, and product companies. Is there something that you can share with our audience about the experiences that you've had and learnings from each of these environments that you've worked in? Sure. Um, so I started with my first job in uh, uh, iGate. Uh, that time it was called as Mascot Systems. Uh, that time, I guess, everywhere there were a lot of opportunities and I was fresh out of college and I was so excited to do work. So uh, my first project was on uh, Y2K to figure out the date fields and change the length of a date field from two to four, that year field. So that's how my first project started. In college, I had uh, studied C, C++, and I come here and I started working on mainframe. So it is a completely new experience, but I quite enjoyed. And uh, after two months of working in that experience of just converting the two uh, length field to a four length field, I was like bored. So I started uh, thinking, how can I do this? So I wrote a Perl script and then kind of finished the project, one year project in three months. So I was on full high note and uh, when I was very happy, sometimes I think boredom leads to some innovations. So that's how my first job, first project was. And when I moved on to a second project, it was already in um, chaos. And there was a tremendous pressure because client was very, very unhappy with us. And we had to finish a one year project in a two months or three months time. So this is how the service industry used to work, the cost and the client was very, very important and you do whatever it takes to make them happy. So uh, I, I, the project is about to get released and one of my job or the program did not work. Everything else is working and only one, my program or one, my job was not working. So I was two days, the whole team was trying to figure out, we were looking at logs, we were looking at the program, we were looking at logic, everything seems to find, but nothing we were not able to figure out what is going wrong. So that time my boss uh, said, okay, come, let's go for a coffee. And he took me. Uh, we went out and had a nice cup of coffee and we were chatting. So he was asking me, what are your strengths in this language? What are your weakness? Somewhere in the conversation that came up and I was telling him, I don't like arrays. I don't like this. So then we came back and he said, uh, give me your program. I'll look into it. And he saw that and he went to my weakness, which is an array. So figured out that I had made a mistake in array. So that's when I realized that logic and everything is there, but there is something like a strengths and weaknesses and you need to be aware of it. So that was my first learning with respect to uh, soft skills also, right? There are uh, your self-awareness. That's where it started. And I started becoming more and more um, looking into my inside also. Otherwise, it was I used to be aware of what is happening around. I used to be interested in what's happening around the world. But that's the first experience that taught me that, okay, you need to be aware of what is your strength and weaknesses. Um, so I, I, that's, that's one of the experiences I still remember. And that helped me throughout my journey and throughout my career. So I started looking into it. And um, so then moved on to a captive industry. It was completely different. And uh, maybe since I was interested in learning and self-awareness, so this, this whole 10 years in that company was a true, truly, truly learning experience. There was a lot of opportunities to move around. As a captive industry, you could 
uh, there was a lot of freedom to move around from one skill set to another skill set uh, to a different job role different family and i was also blessed with couple of good bosses who would was helping me in career so i had a nice good time so that's where i started uh, moving from technology to program management to coaching and uh, that's where it started so basically if you look at uh, a product company it's completely different again so product company is where uh, you you have to be glued to the environment you wanted to know what is happening you have to be predicting the trends in the that which is going to happen which most of them don't know right so that was a uh, another good experience so each one of them gives you a different experience um there is in service industry you learn to work under pressure you learn to work with different um, stakeholders lot of coordination and whereas in a product company you have to look at trends which most of us don't know what is going to happen so as a, as a as a leader in the product organization um so you need to understand uh, the future trends which uh, Uh, all of us talk about mobile or all of us talk about cloud all of us talk about ai but you need to understand how to use those trends in your organization and how to make uh, uh, help the organization grow so that's a quite a challenge and uh, that's what i understood uh, from a product perspective so each each of the environment uh, is different and uh, it helps you to learn different skill sets as long as you are ready to learn i think uh, all these environments provides you the opportunity very very interesting savita thank you so you had mentioned that you know as part of your experience in the captive organization you had the mm. freedom to move into different job roles and actually have mm. a very enriching career uh, mm. what is it that prompted you or motivated you to look at new roles within an organization and uh you know how did that shape your career okay so uh, what prompted i guess it's my personality um so i love to do different things um so maybe to put it differently i'm getting i get bored uh, of doing the same thing again and again right as i was telling in my first project doing the same thing i found out okay three months write a script and it can be done faster the rule there is something that you need to learn every time right to the basics could be a logical thinking or um, managing people talking to people there are some basic elements that's required as part of it but every job role requires a new technology to be learned or a new skill set that needs to be learned so that is where the challenge comes and that's where it helps you to enrich your career you also feel confident when you go through that right you learn something in 3 months you learn something in 2 months that gives you a confidence that yeah i could learn something and i could implement it and help an organization grow so throughout that so when for example any person who starts most of us start with a technology background being a developer or a tester something like that but as you grow you become a, you tend to become a lead or you tend to become a manager whereas you need to have a managing skill set which is basically you know how to communicate with your team members and you know how to have a, a have a conflict resolution skill sets right so that and then when you go to a a leadership level you need to have a skill set of having uh, setting a visions for the team uh, bringing along the whole team together to get things done so each level or each as you grow you need a different skill set 
and moving from one job role to the other job role really helped me in that so i was able to pick up certain skill set as i move from one job role to the other job role thanks avita so the next thing that you actually started doing was coaching people in an mm. organization and uh, that mm. was one of the new things that you took up in, yes. in a completely different organization what was yes. the motive behind you know taking up a role like coaching where your responsibilities are completely different from software delivery yeah so you correctly mentioned because you are uh, there is no power because none of you report none of them report to you but you have to bring out a change uh, when you look at it like that it's quite challenging because uh, the first level of leadership is basically positional leadership and it's very easy to do it whereas coaching uh, and doing things dif- getting things done from people is really a challenging effort i didn't think all those things when i took that role uh the first thought that i came uh, was uh, i had realized i was talking about my self awareness journey which started in my second project so i realized that i was good with people uh, because uh, across the organization i had built a good network and people used to come to me for every kind of solutions uh, every kind of problems that they had facing either it could be a career move that they want to move, do or it could be a personal problems or it could be anything in the office so i realized by then that i am very good with people and the people i i was able to kind of maybe listen empathize and provide solution so i thought that okay coaching is is a good form of using my strengths um so that's how i chose coaching as the next job role that i am going to play and uh, when i started it uh, it naturally came to me but as you rightly said the results and people uh, for example i give a solution to a problem when i don't when i give a solution and they don't do it it kind of started uh, impacting me also right personally they have a problem and i give a solution and they are not listening to me right so i was getting also upset because of that so um, that it was it uh, it took some time for me to realize how to handle those kind of situations and also put it in a professional way because it is basically for a team to succeed it sometimes it requires a lot of uh, mindset and uh, discipline requirements which is not that easy to get things done so by then it then i kind of become uh, uh, i became self aware of it and then it become my life become easier after that so that's the first thing that i learned uh, coaching people will take time to implement changes it requires a lot of discipline and uh, i should also sometimes let go of certain things so that's the thing that i learned when i started my coaching journey and uh, but it also gave me an opportunity to talk to different kinds of people um, i have done uh, coaching for different countries uh for teams across different countries uh, like china tunisia uh, which is basically i've never heard of a country called tunisia before i went there so uh, it it is kind of a different eye opening experiences when you interact with people uh, like in china or in tunisia or in paris um because mostly we used to work with us or a uk client and these were completely different experiences for me with respect to coaching teams Uh, for agile transformation wow 
that's my i think that's a segue into my next question about what were the different cultures that you experienced and especially in the context of a coach what did you have to do differently across these countries that you worked in yeah um so i think you asked the right question how, what did i have to do differently because i realized that people are people sometimes right uh, so if you look at basics people are motivated by the same things across the world and um uh, that uh, when we first for example when i went to uh, china so it sometimes it looks like it's like an extension of an india is the feeling that i had because they also their culture is also like us it is basically grown up with an obedience to parents elders kind of a thing don't ask them questions um if you ask questions it's the, it means we are not respecting them so that's the mindset that they come from and uh, coach is also considered as an elder person for them okay so um, in fact somebody used to tell uh, somebody told me that have a white hair before you go there so they will listen to you so <laughs> so that's how it was but uh, uh, after i realized that um, so and they don't ask questions so when you te- do a training i mostly we don't have any questions from them because they think asking a question is a disrespect to the teacher so and this this was also coming out in the project meetings when they do a sessions when we do a backlog grooming sessions or when we do um any stand up meetings they don't talk about issues or blocks so they used to go back after the stand up meeting send a mail asking what is that so asking questions doubts was big thing for them so it means uh, disrespect and they don't want to disrespect anybody else so that removing that it i don't think i was able to do it it took lot of time to just ask questions in a backlog grooming meeting so um to do that it, it we used to have couple of games i used lot of games in those kind of sessions uh, so that is the one technique that helped me to kind of convey the messages and keep repeating it so these were the two things that i did with respect to china and uh, tunisia so and whereas if you look at paris was a completely different culture they took everything relaxed they used to ask 101 questions for every sentence that i talk and um, and they used to leave office by 3 o'clock they it was it's a completely different culture whereas chinese used to work for 12 hours a day and paris team used to work only till 3 o'clock so it is sometimes i felt it was like a two extremes that i am working with um Uh, but it was fun working with this two different kind of cultures thanks avita i hope you do get an opportunity to probably write a book or maybe we could you know have a whole episode on cultures for coaches yeah sometimes i feel like that because when when you ask questions is where i think about it so otherwise it is there you know from all your coaching experiences and uh, in general your work experience how much of this do you actually take back home and you said you have two kids uh, do you actually try a lot of these things with them and see how they respond i think naturally it happens <laughs> so uh, once i when i was like a project manager 
manager i think i was doing project management at home and when i was an agile coach and i in fact i use some of the lean principles and kanban principles in my um i have a board in in my bedroom where we track work in progress items because there are too many things that we all of us do and i guess women uh, as a woman we have too many things to handle so yeah i generally take it take it i think instinctively it comes because there are certain things which is becomes as part of you and then you also apply it uh, with your kids with family and everybody yeah i think quite uh, instinctively there is a seamless connection between home and work uh, yeah. and and like you said we land up perhaps taking a lot of our work into home and vice versa yeah Uh, that that is true but i made a conscious decision some uh, some time back because i was working with a production support team and it was like a 24 hour support because the team my team was supporting around uh, 36 countries across the world and uh, there was always issue with some country or the other and i felt that i am working so much uh, every time there is an issue there is a conference call there is always happening so i made a conscious decision to kind of um take not take work back home and um, it 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 was a tough decision and uh, but i had to do it sometime so i did it so that's a segue into my next question and i guess this question uh, you know is coming to a lot of the guests on this podcast channel is what is your or your advice to people who say that they are trying to balance work and home but you know could land up in a tough situation like what you described what is it that you could share with from your experiences to address a situation like this okay it's a tough questions i've been uh, i've been thinking about it for a long time because as you rightly said i also talked to a lot of women and uh, most of the women quit their career when they have a kid uh, sometime like that like or uh, and uh, like early 20s or late uh, sorry late 20s or early 30s lot of women take a break from the career when i talk to them they say that they are not able to balance uh, they have to take care of kid or something like that um so i've been thinking about it because that's the other thing that i also do it uh, uh, apart from my professional job personally i love talk coaching and i've been coaching people um, personally so if you look up balancing um coming back to balancing work and i'm not sure whether there is there is something like that uh, because in certain times of life um uh, for uh, sometimes work takes precedence and maybe you need to spend one week or two weeks at work continuously and sometimes your life takes precedence in the sense personal life and maybe you need to put in more effort and that two weeks or three weeks again so in a day i don't think you say you can say that eight hours is for work and eight hours is for my personal life and then two hours for me i don't think you can do it in every day but overall in your life there are sometimes where you have to focus on work maybe there are certain times in in your life journey you have to focus on your personal life so it's up to each one of us to decide where and when to focus on each of those areas and but uh, overall my feeling is life takes care of itself uh, uh, because sometimes i feel people think that if i don't work today um, or if i don't take care of my kid now uh, it will have a problem so uh, it's not true um, is what i feel 
so overall in your life some areas you have to focus on life some areas you have to focus on your work and each one of our life is different as long as we know that which is important at that right time i think it is called balance a very thoughtful articulation of work life balance thanks avita i remember initially you had said that boredom can lead to innovation and yet you said yeah. that it's boredom that made you look for other things to do there is some sort of power in boredom don't you think yeah i i think so because uh, at least personally it helped me uh, yeah so when there was an interview between bill gates and warren buffet bill, bill gates showed warren buffet's calendar and almost out of 5 days he had 2 days completely free so and bill gates says that that's the reason why he is able to be um, uh, he was able to be up, up to trend and find the right companies and invest because that freedom or a free mind gives you lot of options to innovate or it gives you helps you is what i heard so i think boredom is also like that for me i think this is this is great because uh, you know one takeaway that i can think of is that everybody has to set themselves some time to just be free of everything whether yeah. you want to sit in a park or whether you just mm-hmm. want to lie down on the bed and stare at the ceiling mm. i think all of them have their own and each one takes away something different from it correct and i think most of us don't want to be free you pick up some things right if you are free you automatically go and switch on a tv and just glance at it or you start picking up some activities and start doing it because i think uh, sometimes we talk about productivity in our org- of organization and we think that being free is not being productive so i guess that that could be the reason why all of us don't keep ourselves free yeah that's that's a good point actually that's true we're all chasing uh, you know trying to do something constantly you know from the need to always want to do something to the to the state of just being free and not doing anything mm-hmm. i think it's a great way of re-energizing yourself correct most of us want to have that free time but i think it's the question of relaxing right uh, i've been learning swimming recently and the coach keeps saying just relax your body nothing is going to happen so i think i'm taking parallels here in the same thing here also we want to be always doing something or the other relaxing is not coming to us naturally whereas i think that's the natural state um so i think uh, if we learn to relax and being mindful of ourselves um, we will be able to be more productive that's a great way of rounding off this podcast samita thank you so much i hope our listeners especially take away something from that last bit it was great having you as a guest thank you so much uh, thank you chitra for having me here hope uh, uh, this is helpful for some of the our listeners thank you If you like the show and would like to share your experiences with the community or know someone else who might want to do that please get in touch with us at podcast at pm-powerconsulting.com that is podcast at pm-powerconsulting.com please rate the show 
on Podchaser, Stitcher, iTunes or any other podcast client that you find us on. Please also share our episodes with your friends and others in your network. If you or anyone you know would like to be featured on our show, do write to us at this email address, podcasts at pm-powerconsulting.com.